Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. Today, we have a very special guest with us, and she is a confidence coach for women and teens. And we have Coach Meta here. Did I say your name right? Yes, you did. Good. I always am so scared to botch a name. Welcome. Welcome. I'm super excited to share your message for, you know, just what you're doing. Empowering teenagers is just incredible for everyone. Such a great place to start for them to get these tools at such an early age. So share with us how you started, how you decided to go on this healing journey and become a coach for teens. Perfect. Thank you so much, Christy, for this wonderful opportunity to be on your awesome podcast. I absolutely love it. And just your heart is amazing. And I'm so excited to share my journey with you. My journey started when it came about this idea that I had that my younger sister, who was three years younger than me, told me, I love kids and I love everything about them. And I said, I love adults and I love everything about them. And those were adults, you know, in their 20s, 30s, 40s and beyond. And she's like, no, I like kids like, you know, that are elementary, middle and high school until one day in 2019, I was put in front of 100 middle school kids between the ages of 11 to 14 years old. And I walked into this middle school because they had a career day and uh, power of community and Facebook. I had teachers from my middle school follow me and we've been friends on Facebook for years. And they said, Michelle, will you come and speak on our career day? And I said, of course. So here I am walking onto campus at my own middle school and as an alumni, and I'm sharing this message about how to get rid of saboteurs. How do we get rid of evil voices? And so the first question I asked these kids was, how many of you have evil voices inside of your heads? Christy, every single hand went up. 100%, 100 out of 100. We know when that's that ratio, something is wrong with this picture, okay? There was no 50%, 80%, it was 100%. And that's when I, it brought back to my memories as a teenager and my life as a teenager. And I asked these kids a second follow-up question, which was, what are these voices telling you? And their responses were heartbreaking and mind-blowing at the same time. Can you imagine these kids telling you, I'm not loved enough. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. I'm overweight. I mean, these kids are supposed to be growing. They're going through hormonal change and they're believing these patterns. They're believing these voices and they're making every decision based on that. This is just middle school. Can you imagine they carry these voices into high school? It's only gonna get amplified. They're gonna feel stupid throughout their high school career and even into college. They're gonna pick a mediocre college. They're gonna pick a mediocre career. They're gonna pick a mediocre relationship because of these values that they're already instilling in them. Feeling not good enough means you're not worth it. Feeling not loved enough means you're all by yourself. Feeling not enough of anything means you're less than. So you're coming from a place of scarcity. And he really brought me back to when I was 16 years old and I lost my own self-worth. And I lost my self-worth because I had a family member molest me against my will. And I had no idea what was happening because I was young and family is supposed to protect you. 
Instead, that family member decided to use me and not protect me. And my entire world shattered. And I had to reinvent myself and rebuild myself and continue to rebuild myself, even into my early 20s to mid 20s to late 20s, even into my early 30s. Because sometimes some incidents happen and you have no idea what's happening to you because consciously you might be aware of it. Subconsciously, you have no idea what's going on. Or it might be the other way around. Subconsciously, you're aware, but consciously, you just turn your mind off and you live through this. And I thought, I have to do something. I wanted to be the change I wanted to see in the world. And so from that point forward, I told my business coach that I was working with at that time, I said, we are shifting gears. We are no longer focusing on women between the ages of 30 to 60. I'm going the next generation. I'm going into the zone where my sister excels at, hanging out with kids. I'm going to be their role model. I'm going to let them know that life is beautiful. I'm going to inspire them, motivate them, and cherish them because ultimately they are our future. Whether we want to believe that or not, they are our next generation. And so that's how our mission started. And I've been working with teens since 2019. I've been coaching women since 2015. But you know, life is a journey and you never know what's going to be thrown at you. And that's how I became an advocate for mental health amongst middle schoolers and high schoolers and even beyond. Yeah, I think that you have a gift for that. You're likable and you're relatable and I can see it being such a good match. You know, I wish I would have had a coach like you when I was 15 or 14 because I definitely didn't know what was going on and I definitely had no idea how to get those mean voices out of my head and gain the confidence to do what I needed to do. So create a lot of struggle for myself. Like you said, you know, they, it's running through your unconscious mind and yeah. it's going to take a toll one way or the other. So yeah, the healing exactly. yeah, that's really beautiful. Thank you. So you have written some books and you've done a TEDx talk. Tell us about yes. that. Yes. So I, I mean, you know, there's this thing called a pandemic, aka COVID-19. We've been in the middle of all of it. I don't know if it's ever going to have an end date, but this is in the beginning where COVID was just becoming. And I was working with a group of teenagers at that time. And all of a sudden, the door closed where the parents of these teenagers said, Michelle, we can't afford you at the moment. Everything's homeschool. We're in the midst of chaos. I can't work with you. And I always believe when one door closes, another one immediately opens. And the door that opened was the opportunity to apply for a TEDx talk. And I did. And I got in on my first call. I had one audition and I got selected. And the topic of that TED talk was how to get like the adversity quotient, the adversity quotient, how to get rid of evil voices. So basically it's about having these labels that we put on ourselves. And my talk was inspired by the show on Netflix called Never Have I Ever. It's about an Indian family, Indian girl growing up in Southern California. And she has all these labels that she puts on herself. And one of her labels is I'm a troublemaker. So no matter what she does, she's always gonna get herself into trouble. And so I use that TEDx talk idea to create that what voices are we telling ourselves and how to navigate that. And it's basically getting rid of comparisonitis, feeling good about yourself, increasing the positivity around you, and really being that bright 12 p.m. sunlight that we have. Because no matter what time of the day it is, 
that 12 p.m. sunlight, when it's bright and shiny, you need your sunglasses on, okay? No matter what month it is, no matter what day of the year it is, we need that because that sun's bright, shining, right? And so instilling that into ourselves. And so I had the opportunity to do a virtual TEDx talk in February of 2021. Along that path, I wanted to do something different. And they say, you know, when you, be, the only way you're going to become an expert at something is if you become an author. And I had an opportunity on November 1st to work with a coach that publishes books in 90 days. And it was so funny because in October 3rd, I fired that business coach that got me onto this bandwagon of helping me with teenagers. I basically fired him and said, dude, I cannot afford you anymore. <laughs> and I don't want to work with you. I think I've outgrown you. I've been working with you for a year now, and I don't think there's a future. And I closed that door and the door opened where this woman reached out to me on LinkedIn and said, hey, I'm working on a project and I need your help. You know, what's your project? I need a person to be an author in my collaborative book. Will you be an author? And I'm like, 90 days, international bestselling author. I'm in cha-ching. Next thing <laughs> I knew from 2020 is February, 2020, when we released that book from February, 2020 till September of 2022, I have seven books under my name. Six of them are collaborative and one of them is my solo book. So when an opportunity comes, I just embrace it fully, whether it's negative or positive, because that's an opportunity that's knocking on our door. And the only way you're going to get that is if you open it and let that wind come through. So I love that. That's embrace how it all happens. Positive or negative. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So what's the name of your book? My solo book is called Friday is the New Monday. Friday is the New Monday. And it's available on Amazon right now as we speak. So grab a copy. I will. Can. I will order one. Away. <laughs> Should have ordered it before I did this. So I could ask you. <laughs> it's basically the stories that I used to do on my Facebook live. I used to have a weekly Facebook live show called forwarding Fridays. And I used to just talk about all the life lessons I learned during that week. And I started this show in July, 2017. And I ended the show early, early 2020. Um, and it's, so it's basically like 200 plus videos of me just talking about all things that are beautiful, all things that I've learned, like going through horse meditation, what I learned from a horse meditation, experiencing um, like how um, when we take an airplane and they say, put your oxygen mask before uh, on you first before you put it on anybody else, how that applies in real day-to-day -day life. It talks about how you react is gonna determine the outcome to any experience that you're experiencing. So it's just life lessons, basically a mini coffee table book that you and your family can enjoy. And it's 52 chapters, one for each week. So you get to do a mid-year review, you get to do an end of the year review and just flip in the middle of the book. No two chapters are like a start to an end. It's just individual stories all wrapped up. So that's the nature of that book. Yeah. You know, I'm curious about your coaching, working with teenagers, obviously mm -hmm. it's the parents that make those decisions financially yes. and otherwise. So what do you have to say to parents who have teenagers? Cause it, you know, we don't want to focus necessarily on just the super negative stuff. There's teenagers out there doing really successful things that have those critic inner critic voices and are struggling mm -hmm. that maybe don't have the communication skills, but they're, they're keeping their head above water. 
um, what do you have to say to the parents to kind of inspire them? That, yeah, you know, that I think, you know, them that coaching is an option for kids. Yes, absolutely. I think what happens is that we have, we expect life to go a certain way. We expect kids to behave in a certain way. Right now, because of the pandemic, the creativity world has expanded. And a lot of people are running away from the traditional careers, such as, you know, go to high school, graduate, go to college, work in corporate America. That's one way of doing things. There's other ways of go to high school, graduate high school with good grades and go after a passion of yours, whether that be music, that would be arts, that would be culinary, aesthetician and embrace them. And what happens is that parents have an expectation of the view of the world from where they came from. And these kids are like, well, this is a new age. And there's sometimes a gap because the parents want kids to be a certain way. Kids are like, well, I'm right, you're wrong. Cause they're in that phase of like disconnection, right? Kids think they know everything cause they're like going through the hormonal balance and imbalances and sometimes a balance and parents have this expectation. And so it's just navigating that. And a lot of people are like, well, why are you doing this? Instead of what makes you love this? Or how does this make you feel when you're doing this? I've seen a pattern where women are moms are concerned about their teenage girls, always on social media. And they're scrolling to TikTok. And then I have these moms that are parents of um, teenage boys that are concerned that they're always playing video games. So the girls love TikTok and social media and the boys love video games. And then it's like talking about navigating the emotions that come from scrolling and from shooting. You know, you know, there's some games that it involves like guns and violence and they get aggravated and they're throwing the controller or they're upset that no one liked their post. And so understanding the reasoning behind that particular action. A lot of kids are losing their loved ones, either be a grandparent, a parent, or a uncle or aunt because of this pandemic. People are just, we've lost so many lives in the last couple of years. So navigating grief and loss, right? And it's just, so coaching is basically bringing you back to that individual person, focusing on who are they, what is it that they want, and then creating avenues to fulfill that. So we focus on core values. And that doesn't mean like family education. It means like integrity, honesty, respect trust, positivity, connection, each human being, no matter how old you are or how old, young you are, you have certain values that you make decisions on. And a lot of kids get triggered because those values are being stomped on. And they don't know what's triggering them because they haven't figured out who they are on the inside or on the outside. And then it's all about instilling positive words inside of them because sometimes they feel like they're on a Titanic that's not on the floating side, but on the sinking side. And everybody around them is trying to like, well, don't be there, don't be there. But no one's really asking why they're there or what makes them stay there or how does this impact life? So it's just having those conversations about them versus the expectations of all my friends are doing this, so you have to do this. All my peers are doing this, so you have to do that. You don't have to do anything in life unless you want to. And that choice is given. Sometimes we, don't, we feel like we don't have that choice. So just navigating that. Does that make sense, Chrissy? Yes, it does completely. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's so, when you start to break things down like that, you, you know, I'm a coach too. We just do it in, in the direction of business and focus, yeah. but the values is the very first thing I do with anyone is that yes. I call it a personal contract. 
and getting that clarity of your core values, it makes everything make sense. It's like a filter in life. Yes, um, it does. So to have that as a teenager, you're going to respect your own boundaries a lot better. You're going to res respect others' boundaries, but you'll also have the confidence from your processes to speak up for that. So you're going to be less likely to be hurt or confused or make decisions that's detrimental to your health. Yeah, so just recently I was working with this woman named Chrissy and she helped me figure out who, what, like what my soul contract is. And it was basically for my business. I just amplified the message a little bit more. And the message that I got was I'm a real, authentic, confident woman. And those pieces just matched together. I built a website, not realizing that this is my soul contract. Then I look at my website and now I realize, oh my God, I'm using the right colors. I'm using the right brand, but sometimes we don't, we don't remember those basic things because we're so caught up in chasing the next item or the next dream or the next shiny object that we forget who we are on the inside. Yeah. You know, and that makes me think of a lot of things in business along the way when I've thought, you know, listen to people say, you have to do it this way. You have to do this. You have to do that. And then you get confused it, you know, I got confused in my mind. And so I tried and I tried, but when I go back to the core and I look at the very first stuff I ever did, I was so aligned. It's when we start listening to voices other than our own truth, other than that soul contract that we, we veer off, we get lost and we get confused and we struggle and all those things. So, yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, sometimes like they say, like a confused mind never buys. And yes. a lot of people don't go after the passion because they're confused about it. A lot of people are confused about if they're a he or a she or a they. They're confused at their core level of the identity, the gender crisis. And a lot of times parents come from a place of, well, I know my daughter is a girl because she was born a girl, but no one's really asked them, hey, like you're dressing a little bit differently compared to your peers. Is everything okay? What's going on? We'd love to be here. And sometimes parents come from a judgmental approach right off the bat. Their tonality is based on judgment versus just companionship and compassion of, I just want to support you in the best way that I know how. And parents are doing their best with the information that's been given to them. But sometimes kids are like, well, no, you don't understand because they're frustrated on the inside and they're going to take it out on their parent because they love them the most. And yeah. parents are going to take it on their kids because they love them the most. And so your first line of defense of the people you love the most. I don't know how that works, but that's psychology. You can ask a psychologist about that, but that's just the pattern that we see. You know, I, I love my mom the most. And so if I'm frustrated, I yell at her. I love <laughs> Well, there actually is psychology in that. Um, there, you know, I'm, I'm, there's been all these coaches all of a sudden this week that are that are for kids that work with kids and stuff so I've learned a lot of things but one of the things that I've learned is when a small kid comes home from school and I don't know what the age range of if that ever ends or we still do it as adults um where they they're in school and they have to maintain composure all day long so the minute they get home they can let go they can unleash those feelings and emotions and that's because it's safe. That's just your mom is your safest place to be. And so you can, you can rage on your mom, not that we want to do that, but it's the safest place. So she's the one who needs to understand the most that it's not personal and how to hold space for that. Yeah. And sometimes they can't because they forget, you know, they're so caught up with their own 
world, their own work, their own lifestyle, their own whatever they're going through, that they forget that, hey, like my child needs me at a emotional level because they're so turned off. You know, they might be going through a breakup or they might be grieving a lost one or they might be like they just found out that their best friend has cancer and navigating that and like holding space for them that they forget that there's also little people, little humans, quote unquote, that also need their attention. And there's a space of like, you know, the mom and the baby's bonding starts from the time they've been conceived. So it's like goes way beyond their age. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're a new grandmother, so you know that. Yes. <laughs> we don't want her to have any negative thoughts. <laughs> if you were to leave one thing for a teenager who may be listening to this, that she could walk away with, or he could walk away with, that would plant a seed that can continue to grow in their whole life about how amazing or, you know, how they can create confidence or some great message, what would that be? What's one thing you can leave this teenager with that's listening? I would just say, shout out in the mirror with your two hands up in the air, with your feet shoulder width apart and just say, I am awesome. And just own that because you are. You, every single human being is awesome. Otherwise they wouldn't be here. You yeah. all have a purpose. Our past and present is depending upon you, our future. So if you are awesome, things are going to work out in your favor because you truly are that. I remember when I was in this middle school scenario and I gave these affirmations to them. I am strong and I'm powerful. I'm confident. I mean, the affirmations just lit up the room. They were smiling. They were like, all of a sudden this increased level of composure came across. They increased their confidence that, you know, I am something. I am bigger than those voices. I am better because I have been doing things right. I know how to brush my teeth properly. I can tie my shoes. I can make decisions, which class to choose, how I'm going to do my homework, when I'm going to turn it in. So they already are that. They are already, they are born awesome. We just need to instill that, remind them. So if you are listening and as parents, you should tell yourself too, I am awesome because you can't fail at parenting. I'm sorry. You just cannot fail at parenting and you can't ace parenting either because no one's grading you. Your kids are not grading you. You're not grading yourself. So there is no pass or fail. It is, it is what it is. So be the awesome mom, be the awesome dad, be the awesome man, woman, and instill those values inside your kids, letting them know that they are awesome. Give them a job well done. They made their bed this morning without you nagging them. Awesome. They brushed their teeth without you telling them. Awesome. They're already on the right track from the time they wake up. So know that about your environment and celebrate that because the more we celebrate, the higher the vibration, the higher the frequency, and the more smile you're going to wear across the day. Yeah, that's a great, a great tip. And we'll close with that because what else is there? But that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing. And we yes. will leave your link for your book and your website in the description so people can reach out to you. Yes, and, and I, I am offering a free gift to all of your listeners today. Oh. And that is a gift of, it's called the Motivate Your Teen Success Guide called the Motivate Your Teen Success Guide. It is free, which is downloadable from my website. 
feel free to grab a copy, play with your kids with it, have them participate in it and really just enhance it. So this is a gift that I'm offering to all of your listeners. It's free. You can grab it off my website, which is www.michellemeta.com. And that's www.michellemeta. And that's M-E-H-T-A.com. Thank you so much, Chrissy. You're welcome. And we'll see you on the next one.